Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody Weekend Replay Podcast. 12 of our favorite moments from this past week. That work conference that I went to last week, the first morning, the day of it, I was on a panel and I was first up. And so I had coffee and that was it. And we did the panel. So it's a couple of hours into the morning. panel discussion. Discussion. Mm -hmm. Before I could get any food into me. They didn't have breakfast? They didn't have breakfast. What? No, I know. What kind of conference is that? No, they didn't offer it this time. Did uh, So you did that on an empty stomach? Well, I had coffee, lots, three cups of coffee, two in the room and one down in the conference center before we went on. And And I had water. Coffee on an empty stomach eventually becomes a problem for me. It upsets my stomach. I was going to say, what problem? I start to feel nauseated. Oh, I didn't have that. Okay. You know, that's heavy on the stomach. (laughs) I was just wondering what ailment are we talking about? (laughs) I got to run back up to the room. Yeah, Sam's thinking catalyst as always. Let me tell you what did happen to me, though, was... A massive headache. Oh, yeah. I don't get headaches. And wow, did it knock me down. And a friend sitting next to me, you know what she had in her her backpack? BC powder. Oh, Lord. I've never in my life done that. No, they still sold that. She gave it to me. I used it. Whoa. Did you choke on it? A little. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Every time I'd ever tried it, my mom, that was my mom's thing. Yeah. To get you BC. It's like, well, why can't what? I just have a Tylenol? No! Yeah. My head hasn't hurt since. Well, <laughs> it, hey, it's fast. And you know what? It, it, the yeah, But you breathe when you're doing yeah. that? Oh, it's all <laughs> yeah. over. My, my mother swore by those. Now, she was... Um, she was a BC person, I guess, until Dale Earnhardt sponsored goodies or something like that. <laughs> then she she moved did over what to, Dale said. Yeah, I mean, she moved over to goodies after that. But yeah, she was... <laughs> why, why can't they put BC powder in a pill? Thank you. I, I mean, it's powder. Crunch okay, it in well, the that's, felt- But that's the point, isn't it? That, that it go something about the Easy, delivery. Fast consumption. When oh. you, I felt that. Okay, first of all, number one... I had to ask her how to take it. I felt so dumb. I'm like, Michelle, our friend Michelle, how do I take this? And why do you have it in your backpack? She says, I use it for hangovers. I'm like, okay. So she told me what to do. Put it on the back of my tongue and then drink drink it down with some water. And I thought, that's why it works. She said it'll work instantly. And it seemed to. And I guess Mm -hmm. it's the delivery method. It doesn't have to get through that plastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not saying I'm a fan. I'm not saying I'm going to do it going forward, but man, I haven't had a pain since. <laughs> How about that? I love my job. Week is back because we like to hear about your life and what you do, especially if you love it. 877-310-4MSJ. Hi, Katie. Bet you like your job. I do. I run a preschool here in town. Nice. And I love my job because I don't know any other job where you get so many hugs every single day. <laughs> no kidding. That is a lot to manage. Yeah. It is definitely an exhausting job, but yeah. it is never boring. No kidding. I can promise you that. I bet um, you're not managing kids all day as much as you're manning, managing parent expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That is not my favorite part of my job, but sure. it comes with the package. Right. Yeah. Do you find that the younger the kids are, the more uptight the parents are? Um, it depends more if it's their first child or not. The first right. kid, the parents seem to have a lot more concern. Mm-hmm. I bet yeah. those kids say stuff to you every day oh, that yeah. cracks you that crack you it cracks you up. 
Oh, yeah, and they invent great words. I have one girl who loves the word productible right now. I'm not sure what that means, but Mm. she always tells me, she's like, this toy is very productible. And I'm like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Man, she's a future manager person, management. (laughs) I guess so. Sweet. Okay, so how many kids are in Um, your preschool? Like, what's the number? um, So I have about 12 every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the most recent uh, funny quotes was one of the kids said, uh, one of the girls, she goes, are you for real? And the other girl goes, yeah, I'm real. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty funny. So sweet. So what do you feed for snack? We have, you know, the classic good stuff, Mm -hmm. goldfish, granola bars, all the good things. So sweet. Rice Krispie treats on exciting days. Do you ever do those little cookies with the holes in the middle? You know the ones that we used to put I on our fingers, the butter cookies or whatever. They I don't are. know. They just I used to, we get you get a little few like yeah, three or four. They all look like flowers, and, and they look like flowers, and you put it on your finger and you eat them. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> hey, if you put them on your finger, I'm sure they would love it. I'll have to. <laughs> Sweet, I love this that you called. I bet you do have a wonderful job. I love that you guys are celebrating the positives. Thank you, Katie. Thanks. I love my job week. Tell us about yours. 877-310-4MSJ. All of us know someone who is a gamer, correct? I would call our oldest daughter Taylor a gamer, and certainly her long-distance boyfriend is a gamer. Mm -hmm. They make a point to game almost every day. I think the, the biggest gamer, the most sophisticated gamer that I know is, you know, our... Our friend our cousin. Doc? No, no, oh. it, no. It's it's our cousin James, the girl's cousin James. Oh, he is a serious yeah. gamer. Yeah, I mean, he's one of these. He's oh, got yeah. his computer set up for it. He's got the special monitor. He's got the. Yeah. He's all about it. Um, are any of your kids gamers? Parker. Parker is yeah. Sam. Yeah. Uh, what well, does he do? And Sammy too. Believe it or not, the I oldest. do believe it. I do yeah. believe it. Okay. So the word is, this is sad to me, but you could see how it would happen, that there's a real term now. Research shows it, that there's gamer rage, that gamers actually get really angry, plenty, usually at least once when they play. Mm -hmm. Certainly once a week, they have an incident where they get really, really angry. So what are they angry about? (laughs) Consistently losing at the same level. (laughs) Well, anybody would be. I know, but, you know, it's a big. if it's a big part of something they look forward to, yeah. you really look forward to it, and you're waiting for that thrill, and you don't get it. Yeah. Okay, kids, you know what's, ang- what's anger about losing is every time you lose, you pop a quarter. Remember back in the day when we would oh, lose? Oh, yeah. You we would, would lose, lose and it's like, there goes another quarter, or 50 cents if it was a fancy game. You're right. Yeah, this way you just lose and reset. So you really don't, Yeah. We rethink that. When money's on the line, then oh you my lose. God. Yeah. They also get angry about players who cheat. Yeah. They get angry about, ooh, this would anger you, Murphy, if you were a gamer. Game bugs. Murphy uh-huh. gets angry about technical stuff. Parker, I hear him get angry with people he's playing with if they don't follow directions. Like if the group agrees on something mm-hmm. and somebody goes off on the and it's like they'll all start screaming at this person. Aww. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's a real so, thing. Gamer so, rage is what it's say, called. So, but the rage part is... You're, you're, are they are they taking it out on others? Is that what you mean They're by probably that? Probably just miserable to be around. I don't know how they <laughs> handle it. They say the angriest gamers play on Xbox, and the most rage-inducing game is Call of Duty. Oh yeah, is that mm-hmm. right? That's <laughs> the one. No. Call of Duty. Just so you know, moms and dads. We love to hear about you and your life. And if you love your job, this is the place for you this week. I love my job week. 877-310-4MSJ.
Yeah. What about you, Jonathan? I do love my job. I am actually an over-the-road truck driver. I get to go to many states, but also I'm a licensed and ordained evangelist. Have been for ten years. Whoa! I get to be like a I get to be like a mini missionary. I get to carry the word wherever I go. So I get to see people in many different states, and I love it. So you're the 18 wheeler missionary. Yes, sir. Uh, actually, my CB handle is Preacher Man. I got it on the side of my door, so everybody <laughs> oh. knows that Preacher Man's coming to town. Oh, wow. <laughs> so where do you preach? But I've done numerous things. Uh, I was a pastor for about five years, and then, you know, things happened, and I decided to go back over the road and, you know, take care of my family. Mm-hmm. But throughout the years, I've actually ministered to many of my dispatchers and you know, things like that. But I also get to minister whenever I stop and deliver loads. And I've prayed with many of people. I've had prayer right in the middle of parking lots before. Just mm-hmm. God lay it on your heart and you just got to do it. Yeah, that's different, which is probably uh, right where people need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, that's that's the thing. You know, people look at us truck drivers. They don't realize the sacrifice that people give up out here on the road. There are some drivers I've met that hadn't been home in four or five weeks. Drivers mm-hmm. that get out here, they don't realize how long that they got to stay out or they start yeah. missing their family and it gets rough on them and you know i like to be that light in the in the dark place there where i can go up and say hey you know god's got it everything's going to be all right just hold your head up and keep moving forward that's nice mm. you are doing the right thing we love your job too it's uh nowadays it seems like it's a highly underappreciated job if you know mm. what i mean you know a yeah. lot of people don't look at us truck drivers like they do uh used to anyways well you can flip that you can change that story well, that's what I'm trying to do. You know, just if I can just reach one more person, that's right. all that matters. Thank you for this, Jonathan. We appreciate you so much. Ten four, preacher man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, and I appreciate what y'all do because y'all keep us moving out here on the road. It's good to have the positive word come on the radios. Oh, thank you for this. Thank you. Have a safe, wonderful day. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you know, I've only seen uh, one person preaching at a love's truck stop but he was he was drunk and it was late at night so <laughs> it was not a preacher <laughs> it's i love my job week which means we want to know what you do why you love it 877-310-4msj what do you do courtney yes yeah, so i'm a comfort consultant for a heat and air company uh, which is basically, I help make people comfortable in their own home. Nice. Um, but I'm the one who comes to the house, and I do all the measuring, and oh. I crawl in the crawl space to see all the duct work, or up in the attic to take oh. a look at the duct work, wow. and figure out what the home needs. Yeah. Aww. You have one of those digital thermometers, those infrared ones that you point at the vents and say, <laughs> yep, yeah, it's too hot. I have several different devices that do different things. Um, I have one that's a, a measuring device with a laser, like you said, yeah. that saves a lot of time from grabbing out the uh, good old tape measure. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of nice. And um, But, yeah, people are amazed when they say, wait a minute, you're crawling under my crawl space? Right. Um, <laughs> this is what... And I say, yeah, and it, a lot of it's like a puzzle, trying to figure out what mm-hmm. the house needs and if they're uncomfortable in certain sections of the house, yeah. trying to think how we can make that better. So I just absolutely love my job. That's I cool. love meeting the people. It's a blessing. A couple of questions, though, Courtney. Number one, you're not claustrophobic yeah. at all when crawling through crawl spaces? <laughs> I am not. Nice. Not. <laughs> Good for you. Okay. And critters? Yeah. Let's tell it like it is. Okay. <laughs> critters? Yeah, well, I've seen lots of, unfortunately, lots of dead ones yeah. um, I've, I've been doing it over two years I've only seen one live snake 
Lots of skins, lots of snake skins. Um, but yeah, no. I can deal with the raccoons and the possums and all, but no snake, no snakes. Yeah, the mice are okay, but ugh. What he's saying is he couldn't do your job, Courtney. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thanks for having us having me on. Thank you, Courtney. Man. Now I'm thinking, all I'm thinking is how many snakes are crawling in the crawl spaces of my home? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Does it makes sense. They slither. Oh, yeah. It's you just know? like when they find them in a toilet, you know, because they slither Ugh. up through the pipes. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking when I asked her the critters thing, I was thinking mice, yeah. you know, rats. Maybe some kittens. I think about snakes, but... Um, you're a baddie, Courtney. I love it. I love my job week. Eight seven seven. Bet she has a really cool flashlight too, Sam. Oh yeah, multiple flashlights. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Sam's always up on the new eats. He's the food dude. Brought to you by Chick Fil A. McDonald's this fall is bringing back something from the eighties for the McCafe Bakery. Oh wait, wait. I love eighties McDonald's. Wait. <laughs> Um, okay, whatever. Well, you Is work it there. apple pie? No. Hot apple pie? Apple pie's been there. Oh, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> but you know it comes back every holiday season, <clears throat> the holiday pie. That's right. I like that one. I um, haven't had a hot apple pie since the 80s, so the, I wouldn't know. The cheese Danish. Oh. Remember okay. when they used to have the square Danish? I guess. Oh, my! we Is love those. My family loved those on okay. vacation. In okay. the 80s? Yeah. <laughs> How come I don't remember those? No, they weren't around. Well, you weren't allowed. Your family only took you to Burger King, remember? Oh, that's right. My mom, yeah. No Danish at the King. Okay. Anyway, they're bringing it back. Just the plain one, I guess. Nothing with fruit in it. Still, Uh, that's it. If you liked it, that sounds good. For a limited time only at participating McDonald's. Did it have the little flaky crust thing to it? Was it? It's fast food, Danish. It was a square thing. And they would put it on this contraption that had prongs on it. And they put it on there and they hit the button and it would go and steam through the Danish to make it nice, warm, and fluffy. Okay. You guys are so easily oh, impressed. I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> sorry, okay. I was a kid. I thought it was I cool. Know. It, it is cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. Could you re-steam my Danish? <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it under my arm here. Here we go. Uh, let's move on to cereal. Uh, General Mills is bringing back toys in the cereal. Oh, whoa. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, Tricks, Honey Nut Cheerios, Cocoa Puffs, and Cookie Crisp. See, you, you, this whole thing is nostalgia for me. What you're, Everything you're doing, food, dude. Mm. I forgot that there used to be stuff in cereal. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. That's the whole reason to buy it back then. I know. Yeah. You would pour the whole thing out, and your mom would get mad at you, and you'd go, well, I got the toy. Uh, you yeah. could always tell when your brother or sister had been digging in that, you uh-huh. know, because the box wouldn't close back up because everything <laughs> had been stuffed to the bottom. Well, they're doing it in those brands for the time being. Also, too, have you seen these Insta Bowls cereals? You know, the little individual cups of cereals. This is different, though. You don't add milk to this. The Insta Bowls have powdered milk in with the cereal. Oh, so you you just add water. Oh, that's weird. Oh, really? And it turns to milk and cereal. Yeah, it's kind of like an MRE for. Yeah, every day. MRB. No kidding. <laughs> oh, BRE. Hey, breakfast right now. Who would turn down a Frosted Flakes MRE? Not me. No. We like hearing about your life. What are you doing? Like, what do you do? Do you love it? It's called yeah. I Love My Job Week. So 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Pilar? I love my job. Uh, every single day I go to a different court. Mm-hmm. I'm an interpreter for those people who cannot speak English. Oh. Um, I'm a Spanish-English interpreter. Love it. Mm. Yeah, it's probably yes, so. a lot of people that need your help. What kind of things do you interpret for them, if you can say? Yeah, well, 
know, I mean, different courts, like um, magistrate courts, superior courts, right. federal courts. I, I do all kinds of mm-hmm. interpreting, I mean, from a traffic ticket mm-hmm. to drug lords to oh, wow. awful things to great things. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. Is it, nine, is it a nine to five thing or do you get called out at different times? It's basically nine to five, but mm-hmm. every day I go to a different court. Yeah. Okay. So, like, today I'm driving about three hours mm. to the court, that it's about three hours from my home. Wow. Okay. Is what you do, like, they have to pay for this, or is this a service provided by the court? This is a service provided by the court. Okay. I have I have been doing this for 20-plus years, oh and goodness. I have never, ever received a penny from... The defendant. Got it. Always okay. Okay. Always the court. My goodness. And it's, it's very rewarding. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right, because you're helping people through something they couldn't navigate otherwise. You're very important. Absolutely. I when I moved to the United States, I did not speak English, mm. and I understand how they feel. Yes. And uh, it's extremely important for them to be able to communicate. Yes. So beautiful. I love that you do this and that you shared it with us. Thank you for this. Oh, you're very welcome. And I enjoy your show. Uh, Every morning when I'm driving, I'm (laughs) listening to you guys. Thank you for that. And by the way, your English is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Your voice is beautiful. thank you. Okay. You are so sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pilar. All right. Have a great Bye. day in court. Okay. Uh, bye bye. Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Wendy's. It might not be Hollywood, but it is certainly the talk of the world right now. Queen Elizabeth died yesterday at the age of 96. Excuse me, Queen Elizabeth II. But we can say Queen Elizabeth. She's been yeah. queen since. Yeah. Well, and the first Queen Elizabeth passed, right? She was right? 25 years old when she... <clears throat> you realize that she was mourning her father when she took on those responsibilities. And yeah. just like Charles is officially king as soon as she died, she was officially queen as soon as her father died. So how about mourning that and then taking on the biggest responsibility? So some things you may not have known about her, the things you're not hearing about that are just so interesting. You know about corgis being her favorite dog. Oh, yeah. You know, she never attended school. She was homeschooled, as Mm. all the royals are, except Charles. He wanted to go. They wanted to send him away. Wanted to get out the... Oh, I see. No, no, no. Send him somewhere. At the age of 18, before she was queen, she was Princess Elizabeth then, she insisted on being in the army, and she trained as a mechanic. She was kind of a baddie in many ways like that. She worked right up until the time of her death. She was meeting with the prime minister on Tuesday. Yeah. Did you know that? Here's my other favorite things about her. You're going to love this one. She once visited the set of Game of Thrones, and she stood by the Iron Throne. (laughs) She wouldn't sit on it, huh? (laughs) And she drank a glass of champagne every Uh, night. Nice. 877-310-4MSJ for I Love My Job Week. Hi, Mika. Are we saying that right? Um, it's pronounced Mika. Mika. Very unique. It is yes. unique and beautiful, Mika. I'm going to say it a bunch of times because that's a trick for me remembering a name and saying it right. <laughs> that's okay, right, Mika. Jody. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it actually means raccoon, oh. and so if you think uh, Pocahontas, the raccoon's name is Miko. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> you just schooled us. Huh. 
Mika. All right. So you love your job? I do. Me and my crew, we listen to y'all all the way until about five minutes till clock out when my phone dies. Wow. Oh, so sweet. So where are you listening? Like, what do you do? What do you do? We are the cafeteria people. Yay. Uh, the unofficial title is Lunch Ladies. Yeah, yeah. Lunch Ladies. You're so important. So tell us about it. Why do you love it? Well, I love it because I get to, I am specifically, our crew is with elementary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get to be the ones that when kids can't eat because of stuff at home or they're trying to make sure their siblings eat first. They have comfort knowing that we get to feed them at least twice. And sometimes some of the kids we send snack packs home with as well. Love it. And it just brightens my day to see their smile and happy to see us. Yeah. And just those little smiles and knowing that that light behind their eye is because we are constantly feeding them, constantly making sure that they know they are heard, they are listened to, right. and that they are important no matter how small they are. Oh, you're feeding wow. you're feeding them so much more than just that lunchroom pizza or whatever you're feeding. That's so good. So, Mika, uh, since you work in the cafeteria, I guess that means you know how to make cafeteria rolls and square pizza? <laughs> yes. Um, when we do the square ones, it's a little harder, and we do have to hand-make those. Yum. Um, we do them on a sheet pan and then do it like a normal pizza and then cut it after it's cooked. Right. Yeah. Well, I think the reason that everybody talks about school um, square pizza at school is because it was really the best comfort food that the school cafeteria offered. Yeah. Period. It's the one oh, 100%. that... 100%. Right. I love that you do this and that you love it and that you called. Me too. Y'all have a wonderful day, and I hope y'all keep bringing smiles to everyone just like you do to me. Thank you, Mika. The Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast is an easy way to catch up on anything that you miss, and of course, it's absolutely free. All right, you ready for this, guys? Men are happiest in a relationship when they're the funny one. (laughs) What do you think of that? Because I have Sam, you want to go first? You are the funny funny one. one. Of most, most if, if most rooms you walk into, you're the funny. You're the funny yeah. one in most relationships you're in. I, you know, and I'm, and it's not a put down to women, but I've never. Careful. My, my relationships yeah. have never involved a funnier woman. Yeah, they, oh, they really? haven't than me. There, no. there are not many funnier people than you. <laughs> keep, keep it coming, Jody. I like this. Here's a dollar. One so, more. You know, the thing is, though, it. it I mean, I think Jody's equally as funny. Jody's inter- as entertaining to me as I am to her. Right? You think so? You think it's balanced? I think you're funnier. Really? I think you're pretty funny. I know. Anyway, I know so that's, that's anyway. what what, you're, anyway. what do you think? Let me know when the mutual love's over with. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are married, so. No, it's you. No, it's you. Okay, um, I think definitely there is. They did the whole study. Men who have you know been in relationships, successful relationships, are happier because they are. They seem to be or think they're the funny one. They make her laugh more. And um, even if the woman doesn't think he's funny or she makes him think he's funny. Oh. And I think, ooh, well, that's, that's not, not that's not great. Yeah. That's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe it Pin because I think there's something that's about, true. I think that women need to know. You know, men want to be your hero. That's, a, that's something I have found to be true. Mm-hmm. In my lifetime, a man wants to be your hero. And that can be your hero 
he saves the day, or even just making you laugh. I know that it makes Murphy really happy to make me laugh. Oh, it does, yeah. Anytime you say something funny and it works and I'm I'm laughing, you're checking me to make sure I'm laughing. Yeah. I've noted that. You know what? I do that too. When I, to anybody? Yeah. It's like when your... I make jokes in here, I'll... I'll shoot a glance around to see yeah and if it doesn't go over then it's like that's a part of your psyche to make sure you're you still have your magic powers well sometimes i know it's not funny and i'm just being obnoxious you know just and and so it's for effect sure you know the stop and stare look thing so this is this is a study that i would say yep agreed men are happier when they think they're the funny one but i gotta say if i had a woman who made me laugh all the time Mm -hmm. uh, i'd love that yes what do you do and why do you love it? 877-310-4MSJ. So, Vicki, you're a court reporter? I am. I'm a court stenographer, court reporter, same thing. Okay. Um, I love my job because I learn about a variety of different topics on a daily basis. Totally. I, I learn about medical, mm-hmm. um, engineering, um, some of the things you don't want to learn about, yeah. you know, because I do criminal things also, sure. but um, the mm-hmm. civil aspect of it is, is very interesting. Yeah. You know, there are days where it's tough, but I would say for the majority, I do love my job. I love my coworkers. I love the judges I work for. So awesome. that makes it very nice. All right. I, I have an important question, Vicki, because this is this one yes, I've sir. wondered for decades. Every time you see a court reporter sure. on TV or wherever, <laughs> they're sitting there typing on that mm-hmm. little what looks like a little adding machine. So obviously you don't have all the keys. What are you typing? It's a shorthand. So when we graduate court reporting school, we have to be able to type at 225 words a minute. So like you said, it's not. And let me tell you, in court, they do not talk 225 words. It's more 260 to 280 words a minute. Oh, wow. Um, but you are right. There are not all the letters on the machine. It's called a steno, stenograph machine. Mm-hmm. Oh. Have you ever had to say, yeah, hold on, can you go back and repeat that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> more times than I can count. Hmm. Really? Yeah, because sometimes, you know, if you don't hear them, you know, it's our job to get verbatim every sure. word that's said in the courtroom. So sure. if we don't hear... We have to be able to speak up and say, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Or What's really hard, though, is if it's just somebody that maybe doesn't speak clearly. Sure. And you can't ask somebody to speak any clearer if that's <laughs> the way they, they talk. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I bet that makes you, in right. real life, an incredible listener. <laughs> oh, yes. And my husband will, will verify that. And sometimes it's to his detriment. Of course. <laughs> you know, that I remember every single thing. And Sad, right. I listen to every... You know, every point somebody's just making or every time someone speaks, I, I take it in so much because right. that's my job and my outside personal what, life. What yeah. we do every day becomes a part of how we are of how we move <laughs> and live. Yes. That is so cool. Yes, I am exactly. so glad that you called and yeah. I'm glad oh, you well, love thank it. Thank you. I love listening. I love listening to you guys. You guys are awesome. You guys make my day every morning. Thank you for that. Vicki, can you read back that last paragraph for us? (laughs) (laughs) I love you guys so much. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great one. Have a great day. You too. Loved hearing from you this week online. It's been I Love My Job Week. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Before we get to Heath's beautiful email about why he loves his job, it's a really good one. I just want to say... We enjoy I Love My Job Week so much because we get to hear from you. We get to hear about your life and what you do. And I also think it's beautiful for anyone listening 
to know that there are there's so many roles to be played in this world. And you can't know that growing up. When you grow up mm. and you're a kid, in my experience anyway, I knew what my mom did. I knew what my dad did. I knew what a couple of other people in the neighborhood did. And I, that's, that's how I saw the world. I didn't yeah. know that there were so many options. Well, think about it. You're asked, you know. It, it, what do you want to be? Exactly, which makes it sound like what's the one thing you yeah, want to and be. There's and no, choosing yeah. one can be difficult. You got to stop boxing people in that way. And just the more you live and learn that they're, like I had a cousin who, she's a PhD now. She, years ago, I ran into her at a wedding. Like, what are you doing? Well, I'm going to grad school. I'm going to be a psychologist, but I want to help specifically children with, with music therapy. And I was like, my mind was blind. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> what do you do, Jody? I work with two idiots on a radio show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, so that's why we like it. And we hope it has helped you open up your mind mm-hmm. a little bit. So from our uh, email, murphysamandjody.com, this is from Heath. Hey, guys. Um, I want to tell you why I love my job. I have autism and I work at a college. I used to be in a customer service type position, but when I began to have issues linked to my condition, my supervisors stepped in and helped me get a new autism friendly position. Hmm. I work in records now. I have access to things I need, such as noise canceling headphones, fidget toys, and an organized routine that is is repetitive and helps me feel secure. I also have access to quiet rooms for meditation and online therapy sessions. I am incredibly blessed with supervisors and coworkers who understand my struggles and provide me with ways to use my condition for good. Feel free to share my story. You got it, Heath. That is beautiful. And he Heath. says, "Go on. Uh, thanks. You, thank you. That we're awesome. And You're props awesome." Props to his uh, supervisors and too. Right. You know, for for doing that. Right. You're saying this person is valuable, but we need to make a mm-hmm. few. You know whatever alterations to the position so be it totally love to hear from you reach out to us anytime 877-310-4msj you can call or text or of course hit us up on social